Set Phasers, a highly illogical Star Trek podcast. Mr. Bermese, happy Easter to you. And a happy Easter to you. Uh, what a wonderful Sunday morning it is. And don't you sound gravelly. Well, this is the first, this is not only the first person I'm speaking to, it's the first thing I'm doing, period. Mm. I have not even had coffee. So I'm just gonna, just gonna do the usual thing where my voice warms up through the show. Okay. Uh, but yes, what a beautiful day to discuss the antepenultimate episode of season three of Star Trek Picard. Antepenultimate. I love that. That's right. Uh, Today it started, it started 2380409.3. And we're talking about Star Trek Picard season three, episode eight, entitled Surrender. Uh, which has quite a bit of surrendering style things in it. Acceptance, uh, uh, admittance, so on and so forth. But before we get into the episode, I think we've got to handle a little bit of business. We have a Patreon, people. Have you not heard about it? We have one. Uh, we would like you to join in our continuing mission as we discover all things Star Trek. As we have Zoom hangs and watch parties, Aki might cook from the Book of Neelix, uh, and so on and so forth. But you can do you can't do any of that with us unless you join us at patreon.com forward slash setphasers. That's for setphasers.com. Well actually no, it's not. It's it's patreon.com forward slash setphasers. But by by all means, do check out our website, setphaserspodcast.com. You guess. You could also go to the website, but you should really go to the Patreon. That's where the real jazz is happening. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, why don't we talk about what's going on in this episode? Does that mean? Oh, let's. Should we run, run it, it down? down? Yeah, yeah, let's run it down. Let's run it down. It's time to run it down. Can you run it down for me? about the car down. Yeah, so remember how Vatic took over the Titan at the end of the last episode? But, like, only sort of, like, took over the bridge because Seven didn't blow the turbo lift. I mean, that's that's the, the theory. So now Vatic has control of the bridge with a few of her cronies? changeling. I don't know. Yeah, why Liquid are they, if cronies? they're changelings, why are they, uh, I don't know. Sure. Uh, anyway, she's got the whole bridge group. And control the ship. And she's locking people out of the ship. And also, Jordy and Alondra uh, are taking Uber data offline because they don't know if they, when it's going to be data, when it's going to be lore. 
and Picard and Beverly and Jack and Sydney are together in a lab somewhere. And basically, that's the situation that's happening. But Vatic is sending people out to sort of just like take out little pockets of people, start to try to find Jack. And Jack has one of his eyeballs turn red episodes where he takes over somebody's body and can see what they see and hear what they hear. And he sees them through the door looking at a bunch of people who have been shot, wounded or are wounded. Uh, and scared, and then I think he experiences that person getting shot, and uh, he jumps out of it. Anyway, Vatic has the command staff line up on the bridge, and she basically is like, listen, I'm going to start killing people until somebody turns Jack Crusher over to me. Uh, meanwhile, on the Shrike, Troy... Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry, don't know what happened. Sens- <laughs> That's all right. We have sensitive buttons here. Meanwhile, don't we all? Meanwhile, on the strike, uh, Will and uh, Deanna are are uh, still prisoners on the ship, but uh, they are they're they're spending their time as people who have been prisoners on ships probably so many times. They're like, well, this is a great time to catch up and do some small talk. Troy does say that she can't really sense most of the changes, but she can sense Vatic is full of anger and vengeance and all that stuff. Uh, and so we now know that they're there and the two ships are in the same. They're still in that that uh, junkyard from last episode. So Vatic gives that ultimatum again and basically says if Jack doesn't turn himself in, then every 10 minutes she's going to shoot somebody uh to kill somebody basically uh, on the bridge crew and Jack is thinking he can take back the ship by maybe connecting to people so Picard tells him about this override code and he goes into one of the people on the bridge using his talents now without even being able to see who they are he's truly coming into his own and he almost gets the override codex in but Vatic catches it and she realizes it's Jack because she knows about these powers dun 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 and so uh she then, uh, after toying with people for a while, executes uh, Lieutenant Devine, causing great consternation for everyone, including Seven of Nine and Captain Shaw. Uh, meanwhile, Riker and Troy bond over, uh, they bond over basically like their misunderstandings of each other over Thad's death and uh, how they maybe didn't trust each other but now are learning to trust each other again and Riker's experience in the nebula and Troy's experience as a counselor and so on and so forth and then they also bond over the fact that they both hate Nepenthe they both hate that house they don't like uh, how isolated it is they want to go back to a city uh, and they're just so happy that they want to do that uh, Troy also mentions I feel it is important to say rock to Gino lattes which if we ever do a cooking with Aki segment I will be making said uh and uh let's see they they are embracing each other over this newfound understanding of one another when they are come upon by one of the changelings who is immediately killed by none other than Worf who is shown up to save them and then there's a wonderful moment of uh their reunion and also Worf praising Troy uh making Riker some, somewhat uncomfortable with how uh praiseful he is of Troy and uh, uh, anyway uh, it's as poetic is it would be uh, an understatement for Worf's language uh, regarding 
uh, Counselor Troy in that moment. Meanwhile, on the Titan, Picard realizes that they're going to need data if they're going to take back over the ship. So they go to find Jordy and Alondra. So now you got Jordy, Alondra, Picard, uh, Beverly, Jack, Sydney, Jordy, Uber data all in one room. And they got to get data there because he's the only thing fast enough to sort of hack in and take over the ship. And the issue is that there's that partition between data and lore. And if they dump the partition, then lore is going to take over data, but they have to do it. So they go ahead and do that. Meanwhile, on the strike, Worf brings Troy and Riker to meet Rafi and they see Picard's remains and they realize that the, the Changelings didn't want all the remains. They only wanted the parts of the parietal lobe that were concerned with Picard's irremotic syndrome. What the hell is this about? Uh, but before they can really dig in, they have to just download the database and run for their shuttle. Uh, Jack, to buy time for hopefully Data to do something, goes to the Bridge of the Titan with what is perceived to be a bomb in his hand. Uh, inside the lore Data universe, lore is devouring Data and he's taking all of Data's memories. Uh, and Data is starting to shut down. Uh, Jack does get Vatic to to sort of give up the hostages. He hasn't locked them away, so at least they're not being... But Seven decides to remain behind. Uh, Data begins to surrender to Lord's devouring of him and starts giving him various memories. Uh, And uh, in the end, he loses all of himself down to at last spot the cat. And... Uh, then once Lore thinks he's got it all, Data comes raging back because he knew that Lore couldn't resist holding onto these trophies that he loved so much, that he coveted so much of Data. And so by doing so, he has become, they have become Data. Uh, and Data gets control of the ship and he uh, takes over things and they're able to get communications back so the people on the ship are able to communicate with the people on the shuttle, the Worf, Rafi, uh, Riker, Troy. Uh, Jack turns out it wasn't a bomb at all. It's a force field. He puts seven in it uh, and then tells Picard now. And Picard has some sort of emergency airlock that's right on the the bridge open up and Vatic is sucked out into space where it should be noted she freezes and then shatters on a deflector disc. I just want to point out that there is no coming back for Vatic from that. Like it's, I it's wanna... to me it's like a Lorca never coming back thing. We saw him fall into the thing, be burned up. That to me exactly the same thing. There's no coming back for Vatic. It's perfect that you mentioned that, because as I saw her die, all I could think of was this is exactly like Lorca's death. And probably they could just need to gather all the pieces of her and then warm them up. She'll be fine. Uh, and who better to gather up all the pieces of Vatic and become a super big bad in a in a new Star Trek miniseries event than Lorca? Lorca and Vatic together, both of them clad in black clothes, just being maniacs. Anyway, you're right. It's probably no way she 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 I wrote down she is broken into smithereens. So it's really it would be difficult to find all the pieces. I mean, someone could do it. They have pretty advanced computers. They could probably find all the pieces. All right. It doesn't matter. But I doubt showrunners would go for that. I'm sorry. Well, let me write a spec script about how this could work. We just we just have to get uh, two fairly 
big actors to sign on to do this. And then also, I don't know. I'll figure it out. This could be. You do that. No, no, no. We're not gonna. We're not gonna delve into my fanfic t- today. The uh, yes, she is destroyed into smithereens, uh, and then uh, the Titan is able to shoot the Shrike and blow it into smithereens as well. Deanna, when she comes onto ship, she senses something like an all-consuming darkness. The senior staff all get together around a table once again. Frontier Day is hours away. That seems possible. All this has been happening within like three days. Uh, Troy says that there is a voice inside of Jack that is ancient and weak and not his own. And so Troy says she must meet Jack. And she asks him about the door. And she says, let's go in together. And that is the end of episode uh, eight. I'm scared myself that we only have one left of episode eight of season three of Star Trek Picard entitled Surrender. Let's chat about that. I say, darling. Let's do a quick chat about that. Yes, yes, let's do. So, the anti-penultimate episode. Vadik is dead. We don't know who the real villain is. What's going to happen on Frontier Day? What's wrong with Jack? So many unanswered questions. For two episodes. Mm. It's going to really, really have to cram these things in. Although I did in my search find out that the last two episodes were written by Terry Metalis. So maybe he's bringing it to a big, you know, tour de force ending. He knows exactly where he wants it to go. Hmm. I just who who was this big bad villain? No idea. Some the guy who used to be Vadic's hand is now big bad villain guy. But who are they even going to find them? I guess we go into this red door and we find out more about Jack and maybe we find out where we have to go. Also, Frontier Day is happening and there's some kind of attack for that. There's like three things happening. Jack's brain, face hand guy, and Frontier Day attack with the changelings all through Starfleet. So it's pretty complicated. Yeah. And was was Vatic their leader? Or was Vatic just the leader of the Shrike and hand guy is the leader of all the changelings? Vatic- because Vatic is the one that shared her weird sheet, right? I think Vatic was the pawn that was just making it happen. She was the minion. But she's the one who was able to turn the changelings into the kinds of changelings they were. Yes, but why is she so terrified of this other possible changeling? We don't know that this other person is a changeling. We just know that they're talking through her hand flesh, which is gross. (laughs) Through her hand flesh. Yeah. So it's not not another like wormhole anus. Like wormhole ain't well. Listen, wormhole is just a good way of describing what that weapon was. I wonder who could be a bigger bad than, but still somehow be connected to the changelings that we know of. I can't think of a single person. I mean, do we think this is a new villain? Do we think this is an old villain? Like a a reveal at the end? Ha ha! It was you all along. Sort of it was I, me, you. But who? We've we've dealt with all Picard's long term enemies and frenemies the Borg and Q in the last season gosh I don't know well I guess I guess that's what we'll find out that's why we're watching the show because if we knew we'd know but I am and curious we wouldn't to know, need to watch yeah is Jack's superpowers to take over people's brains which is weird he's just like walking in people's bodies that can't be good like, how is that? What is that about? 
And what kind of syndrome did Picard have? Did, could he have yeah. done this? Like, is this something like that was in him all along? Picard the could have. sleeping gene? Yeah. And you know, Vatic does call Jack baby boy when he comes on the bridge. So I wonder if there's some kind of weird connection between the changelings and Jack and the Eremotic syndrome and hand, hand meat guy and Picard and Beverly. Was there a body swap? Was there a baby swap? Ooh, that's called the changeling, isn't it? I don't know. It is. Yes. In the old, um, in the old fairy tales, you would have, uh, the, the changeling baby would be swapped out by some eldritch fairy, uh, right before baby was given birth. You'd like so you'd, a pregnant woman on the mortal plane. <laughs> Let me just push up my glasses. A pregnant woman on the mortal plane, uh, right before she gave birth, a fairy would come in and like swap out her baby for like a fairy baby, and they called it a changeling. And and what mythology is this? I don't know. General European fairy tale mythology. Okay, not familiar, but I will trust you. Yeah. I I uh, I'm not going to Google uh, it because as a, as a European, I find this this is news. Hey, I like to dig into the deep dark corners of fantasy and science fiction, and I'm telling you, that's what they call the thing. I'm pretty sure where they swap a fairy swaps your baby at birth. It's called the changeling. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. Well. Anyway, you suggested it, and it, it's the same words. That's cool. It can be a cool thing. Anyway. Yes. Indeed. Uh, it's not just me out here with tinfoil. It's not just a random theory on my end. Uh, what else is there to discuss? I guess we finally have the whole group back together. Data, mm-hmm. Troy, Riker, Jordy, Worf, Picard, the senior staff. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing no one's dead, I'll be honest. Oh, it's shocking. Yeah. I guess they're all very, just very well healthy looking after themselves actors in Hollywood. I guess so. Lucky that. I think you can be, I think you're lucky if you're on a TV show for seven straight years in the nineties, probably you're doing okay as far as yeah. Like, Cause then those what days, you need to do. I mean, money was, you know, good economy plus yeah. 20 fucking six episodes a season. It's yeah, not like these exactly. days where your seasons are like six to 10 episodes. Precisely. Yeah, they're like, great. Well, I'll just do some cons every year. If you want, you can start a podcast. If you want, you can direct some episodes, you know. They didn't Uh, know how good it was going to be. Well, they had a good 1988. They, they, yeah, that's right. It is shocking that they're all, they all are still alive and still acting, but it was great to see them all together around the table. It's truly, they struck while the iron is hot. This is a great way to, to end off this three season arc of, of Picard. Indeed. I do feel, I do feel bad for all the, the like Rafi and seven have done the full run, but I feel bad for like, you know, Dodge and, uh, Alison pill. Although she got to chew the scenery last season. It's just like the people that started Star Trek Picard three years ago, they're completely get them out of there because we now have the main TNG crew back. Well, I mean, maybe that was the goal all along, but you needed to get it there. You just give it some legs of tone, not just be a, you know, nostalgia run. 
true. True, true, true. I do also feel bad for Picard's uh, former housekeeper, now girlfriend. Oh, she! no one's given a thought to her in the last eight yeah, episodes. Yeah, she's... She was like, so we're going to, oh, you have to go. Okay, great. I'll, I'll leave. I'll hold the chair for you at the conference. He hasn't even mentioned like, oh, should I call uh, the person that I've said that I love and tell them that I'm all right? Don't worry. That, that seems like I'm a, nope, not a nothing. He's just. I think she'll get a sort of 30 second. But it was Beverly I loved all along at the end. And I'm sorry, sorry. And bye bye. You think so? I think she'll cut. There'll be, there'll be some nod to it. For sure. You think Picard and Beverly are going to get together at the end of yes, this? Yes, absolutely. No. no, no way. I don't think so. All right, then he goes back to Irish Romulan. She goes back to Irish Romulan and he brings Jack and he's like, this is my girlfriend that I'm hanging out with. All right, shall we? Let's let's move on to East Reg, shall we? Okay, let's move on. It's Easter. I can't believe we're doing Easter eggs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's just so meta that we're doing this. Here we are on Easter, and we go immediately to the Easter egg desk with Stevie Man. Stevie, what have you got to say for us today? Well, okay, I hadn't actually quite picked up on that reference when you said it's ridiculous that it's Easter, and we're doing Easter eggs. Bye-bye. Got it now. Thank you so much. <laughs> So, plethora, or a, a bounty, a basket full of Easter eggs, if you will, it being Easter yes. Sunday here on Set Phasers. Um, well, of course, we start off and Vadik is smoking on the bridge, and I think some people thought this might have been a sort of a bit of a throwback to Khan um, and the way that he took over the bridge, I think, in, in one particular episode. There were yeah. lots of uh, original series bridge sound effects, if you notice. There were lots of these little pings and, and things that were quite fun to listen out for. Um we start, Troy says she misses uh, Raktagino lattes, as you mentioned, and Raktagino is, of course, Klingon coffee, first mentioned in Deep Space Nine, the episode Dax, and Benjamin Sisko, our Captain Benjamin Sisko, also absolutely loves drinking these types of lattes. We should have to, we will develop some some sort of sort of these Klingon coffees. I feel like it must be close to a Vietnamese coffee. It's possible. I don't know that Cisco drank lattes. He drank Ractagino. Everyone, everyone on Deep Space Nine drank Ractagino like they were going out of style. Ractagino lattes, you had to go down to Quarks and get something fancy. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I assume it's like a Vietnamese coffee. I don't know. This is a good question. Yeah. I'll Google it. Dude. I'll figure it out. Kestra uh, is is mentioned when Riker and Troy are having their little chit chat and they're saying, oh, well, if we die, then she will have lost everyone. And one might might honestly wonder where on earth Kestra is at this moment and who is looking after our mini heroine. The answer, it seems, is that Kestra is already in an early admissions program at Starfleet Academy. This confirmed wow. by Picard's showrunner Terry Metalis in a tweet just before this episode aired. So don't worry about Kestra if you are, if you are concerned about her. She's absolutely fine and probably has no knowledge of the, the trouble that Any her parents are going in on, yeah. right now. Um, wow. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, so we also throw back to that time that Worf dated Troy. Uh, and oh, Riker says yeah. that his, his little monologue to Troy about how much he's think, thought about seeing her was very inappropriate. Mm -hmm. So we hear the Jerry Goldsmith Klingon theme, you might notice, when Worf comes to the rescue. And he mm -hmm. launches into this emotional speech, referencing the fact that Worf and Deanna briefly dated in TNG. I forget which season. Was it six, maybe seven? Yeah, it was it's like very late. 
Yes. Very late. Uh, following the events of the episode Parallels, so I forgot to look up uh, what season that was, and in fact, the alternate future in All Good Things, Deanna's death in that timeline had driven a huge, huge wedge between Worf and Riker. Huge! Huge! But in the current real timeline, Worf and Riker are now both slightly older than they were. Deanna is alive and married to Commander slash newly, maybe not that newly minted captain, uh, Riker himself. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit of fun, uh, that little uh, menage a trois, if you will. Uh, it's not really, but you know. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, well, Moving love, on. Love, love triangle, that's what it was. There we go. Data's memories, just chock full of Easter eggs. It was just Each one. all given yeah. to you there. Of course, we had a TNG tricorder. Um, we had a deck of playing cards, which Data said represented the many games of poker he played, including cause and effect, the best of both worlds, and all good things. The hologram of Tasha Yar, obviously. And yes. uh, Denise Crosby actually tweeted after the episode was aired that she was delighted that uh, Tasha uh, was given a nice little nod so and she tweeted mm-hmm. to like pretty much everyone at cbs including tara metalis wonderful um so there you are i think we were wondering whether or not tasha yar would come back in some form and she has but not uh as in a memory fresh, as it were she's out there with Lorca and vanek mm, indeed and spot data's cat appeared in various tng episodes um in the beginning with data's day and was last seen in nemesis so it was nice to see spot and i'm sure you know they they used uh that lovely ginger tabby cat for the reason that it could be replicated in many many different iterations of star trek oh, yes. just grab yeah, yeah, just grab really. some ginger cat mm-hmm. um so that was the that was the best of the easter eggs that i had did you spot any more i no that was it the ractagita latte and the and uh tasha yar were my my top easter eggs well all right then okay it's back to you in the studio Thank you very much, and we'll go immediately to, once I move all these windows around, immediately to Quotable Moments. Quotable Moments. Uh, there's a couple very nice quotes mm-hmm. in this episode. Yes, there are. I'm particularly fond when Jack uh, confronts Vatic on the bridge, and Vatic is doing the, Jack's like, why are you here? And Vatic is doing the usual sort of circumlocutions of what is going on instead of coming straight at it. Jack says, look, Vatic, if at any point you want to stop talking in bat shit circles, I'm all ears. Mm-hmm. That was great. And Picard and Deanna, uh, when they finally are talking about how much they uh, hate their house on a penthe. Uh, Picard, you mean Riker uh, and Deanna. Did I say Picard? De- Riker and Deanna. Uh, Riker says, that house, it's like it was designed by... Oh, that's what... Oh, this is what Troy says. The house, it's like it was designed by a cabal of retro prairie hipsters, which... Oof. I think she said hippies, didn't she? I think she said hipsters. Did she say, did hippies? She say hippies? I thought she said maybe hippies. I, maybe I did a thing. Wow. Maybe it's hippies. <laughs> uh, maybe I hate hipsters. Anyway, I was like, wow, real slam on those season one writers. Uh, and then Riker says, even the, the way the front stairs groaned at me. And then Troy says, it's a very judgy foyer. Yes. Very sweet. Very sweet. Did you have any uh, particular? I had a couple. There were more. There were sort of less, you know, full lines than anything else. But um, when Jordy and Picard uh, are chatting, and uh, he says, "Oh yes, you gave me that bottle of dry wine or something," mm-hmm. and um, Picard, you know, looks a little bit 
bothered and says, well, your understanding of wine is pedestrian at best. Yes. No one likes, no one seems to like those Chateau Picard. Like, Worf doesn't like him. Jordy doesn't like him. Who likes that? I have heard it's actually quite good. And we must, we must. Oh, yeah. Uh, we must oh, yeah, have yeah. some. Um, Riker, sorry, Deanna to Riker. She, uh, they're talking about the changeling who impersonated him. And she said, how did you know it was me? And she said, well, he was good in bed and bad at pizza. Oh. Or something like that. I think that was that. She, that's what she said. And he said, oh, just like me. And yes. she was like, well. Yeah, just like me, good and bad, bad pizza. I liked it when Data was referring to um, Vadic and uh, the changelings, and he said they're you know they're monologuing protoplasms, which sounded something That's a bit right. more like out of Ghostbusters than Star Trek. A very lore esque. Mm. It was very lore esque. So maybe maybe yeah. that's where lore is sort of there too. That's that's a very lore line. It's a very lore line. I also, that full, I have that full thing written out. Greetings, USS Titan. This is your friendly positronic pissed off security system back online. Unwanted guests and monologuing protoplasms. I am initiating an immediate shift change. That was very nice. And then finally, Vatic, as she is sucked out of the emergency uh, airlocks, she merely says, fucking solids. And then is gone. Was that the best parsing line? I mean, it just shows that she's like, God, God, I just, I loved it. Yes. It could have been like, you will hear from me through your dreams, my God. Would have been more like, you know, if she had gone like Shakespearean or something. But I like that she was just like, ugh, this is it. I lost. Fucking solids. Practical. Indeed. Is that all we have? Yes, yes, yes. So let's move on to next time. Let's. Next time on Set Phasers. Da 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 da. Oh, you want to keep yes. listening? Yes. No, no, no. Oh. What? It's, okay. it's just very, it was very, la- I was letting it be fully. Okay, no worries. You were letting it immerse the, you, surround I you. I was letting it, yes. Until I was waiting till we got to like this. Well, cha 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 cha. If you liked what you heard, hey, listen to more of it. We're called Set Phasers, and we have plenty of back episodes of pretty much every new, every post post aughts Star Trek. I don't know how to describe it. Basically, all the Paramount Plus Star Treks: it's Discovery, Strange New Worlds, Picard. Uh, lower deck so we talk about all of it and you can find that wherever you get your podcast so please do do that yes and don't forget you must follow us on patreon.com forward slash set phases to be part of all the things that we do behind the scenes including zoom hangs watch parties cooking shows cocktail making and more you can also get to check out my dog rap if you remember that from a few episodes oh, ago boy yes. let me tell you something right now you want to pay to check out the dog rap talking <laughs> to the listener uh, yes, you do. Good and money. It's 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 so reasonable. It's from three. I think it's three dollars a month. Uh, you may you may join us. But uh, yes, you can do all that and more at patreon.com forward slash set phasers. Yes, you can also follow us on social media, which would be uh, set phasers podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And also, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, set dot com. If you want to go to our website. Indeed. Well, that's all from us. I am Stevie Mans. And I am a very judgy foyer. And this has been Set Phasers, a highly illogical Star Trek podcast. Computer.
end program. It's so... Yeah. Just stop it. Uh, it's so... Uh... Do we do it? Yes. Wonderful.